Welcome to Music Pro Daily, where each day we share our insight to help music producers grow their brand, land more clients, and connect with the market. The Music Pro Daily podcast shares real value from the daily interactions of music professionals Nicholas DiLorenzo and myself, Daniel Grimmett. Happy Monday, Music Pro Daily family. Hope that you had a wonderful weekend. Um, this weekend was my birthday, so went out, had dinner with family, and actually spent all of my birthday organizing business things, which sounds kind of sad, I'm sure, to most people. But to me, I loved it because I really needed to get it done. So <laughs> my gift to myself was uh, the gift of organization because it just makes you feel better. Um, but anyway, thanks as always for listening. Appreciate it. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe all that good stuff to the podcast, share it with a friend, um, drop some, some love and, uh, yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Takes only a couple seconds to leave a review and it really does a lot for us. Uh, continuing the sample pack series, took a little break from that Friday cause I got a cool piece of, uh, content in from my buddy Ellis discussing the basics of music production libraries for sync. And uh, it's a video that's going to be going up later on my channel on the dark label music channel, but figured we'd give you, give it to you guys first. So back to our regular scheduled stuff, um, coming up here on episode 100, me and Nick are actually going to be doing our first ever, uh, duo episode where we're both on it. No idea what we're going to discuss, but we will figure it out. That should be fun. But back to the sample pack stuff, okay? We've had a couple of uh, episodes about sample packs, and in this one, I want to just simply discuss what assets you need, kind of marketing assets, when putting together the page, let's say sales page for your product. Okay. I'm going to have another episode where I talk about what to put together in the product. Like what do you need to include in the folder organization, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to have a different episode where we talk about content, marketing content, all that kind of stuff. This is really just the, I call them marketing assets. The things that you need that are associated with the selling of your sample pack. Okay. Kind of putting the page together, all of that. Okay. Number one is generally there is a graphic associated with the sample pack. Some people just do a, a flat graphic. Some people do a kind of software box. And in the last podcast, uh, that, that I talked about sample packs, I actually ran down some tools that you can use to make that stuff when I was talking about the tech tools. So number one is a graphic. Okay. Number two, you need audio examples, obviously, of the products. Now, there's a couple different ways to do this. Sometimes people want to give some actual examples of like some of the individual sounds. Now, of course, you would say, well, hey, if I do that, people can just strip the sounds. Yeah, that's true. You're not giving them all of them. But if there's something that uh, a couple of just key sounds you want to show them, fine. I've seen some companies do that. What most people do, what we did, is actually have a couple of songs made with the samples. Or if you're doing presets or if you're doing, you know, whatever, piano loops, having a, a complete song, a good song, has to sound good, right? So that people can get an idea of what this could, what they could sound like if they use these packs, right? That's really the, the key. How I like to do it is produce out a song using the sounds 
and then strip away everything that isn't in the pack and leave what is there. So let's say you have a drum sample pack. Your demo song is, is awesome. It's this drum beat with synths and all, you know, fully produced kind of song. And you show that as a version and then you show a version that's just the drums. So they can kind of hear them, hear the samples isolated and they can hear kind of out of this really awesome, cool produced song, what's in the pack. Now, some people have a pack that may have presets and samples and you could produce the whole song with just your pack. In that case, great, just make note of that. Um, just let them know, hey, everything in this song was produced with this pack. And even if you still wanna split it up into, you know, here's what all the keys sounded like, here's what all the drums sounded like, here's that bass sound, great, you can do that. But essentially some audio examples. How many audio examples? So with most of our packs with Woodshed, we would have around three examples. Um, you don't always have to have three. I mean, at least have one. But uh, what we would like to do is have different guys like kind of do different things. So maybe if we had like an indie pop, uh, you know, drum sample pack, well, maybe one was more electronic, one was more kind of like organic, and the other one was just maybe something weird. You know what I mean? Uh, just to show uh, diversity in the sound and what you can do with your pack. Now, caveat, some of your packs may not be, the point of them may not be to be diverse. Maybe it's to really do one thing well. In that case, maybe you have a couple of examples of that one thing. Uh, but you need some kind of audio examples. If you feel like you're not good at putting those together, you can have some, you know, hire someone to, to do that for you. The next thing that you'll need is specifications and copy. Okay. So basically words, the specifications are more just like, what exactly are they getting in the pack? Okay. Is it, you know, one gig of sounds, you know, recorded at, you know, sample rate is this bit depth, you know, or it comes with logic presets or, you know, Ableton racks, you know, what are they actually getting? You know, 17 kicks, this or 27 piano loops, just kind of the specifications so people know exactly what is in the folder that they're getting. Then the copy is more of the description, okay? Why, again, why does this pack exist? Who is it for? How was it made? That This copy could include the story. Um, you know, it could uh, include like headlines, like, you know, never have weak sounding drums again. All of that stuff is basically the copy. Okay, so I like to write all that up first before I even put it on the site just to have it done. The next thing is just a bit, this is also copy generally, but just a little bit about like the kind of in, the instructions uh, for, you know, how when, before they buy it, they obviously want to know how, how am I going to get it? Is this coming to me instantly? Like, what are the terms? What, you know, are these royalty free? So just the instructions, hey, after purchase, you'll be redirected to a site with a download link or hey, after purchase, you'll be emailed a download link where you can ins instantly get it, blah, blah, blah. Um, most people know how sample packs work buying them, but it's still just good to have instructions so that people aren't confused as to how they're going to get what they buy. Along with that, I'm going to lump this in. This is not common for sample packs, but if you have some kind of like guarantee or something, you can put it there. Um, it's a little tough because sample packs is obviously like a digital downloads. So they can, they can get it and you know, 
they have it, right? So to put like a money back guarantee is kind of weird. It's more popular with courses and you can say, well, they also download the course. It's like, yeah, but courses usually like promising them some big results or whatever. And, and it's just necessary for selling courses to have some kind of guarantee. With sample packs, we've never really found it to be an issue to have like a money back guarantee. Obviously, if something breaks or they don't get a file or something like that, then then fine. But you know, most people don't have like a guarantee just by nature. Hey, once you buy it, like you own it. Um, so we can't really do a money back guarantee or return or anything. But I'm just gonna throw it in there. If you were to do that, that would kind of go along with the instructions. The last thing isn't. Uh, required, but it can be a, a really big help, especially for, um, you know, getting people hyped up about a product and that's having some kind of trailer video. Um, we didn't do a lot of, a lot of these, but, um, I've just been really impressed by companies that have cool trailer videos. Maybe it has a little bit behind the scenes of the process of them making it, uh, just it, it, video sells, man. That's all I got to say, you know, uh, video sells. So if you can make a little one minute trailer, um, we've, we've done some cool trailers for like courses and stuff back, back in the day. And I mean, we got some pretty good looking stuff just from cool, um, like abstract, like, uh, stock videos and stuff. And then laying over text and like a cool song, obviously you can use one of your audio example songs with like this text comes up that like is describing the pack and just a nice little visual, um, as like a, as like a trailer video. So those are really the, the primary assets that you need. So just to recap a graphic for the pack, um, audio examples, the specifications and the copy instructional copy and a trailer video. Cool. Hope that helps. And we'll see you in the next one. Take care. A monumental thank you to those listening and those of you who share, subscribe, and review this podcast. Music Pro Daily is all orchestrated in-house by Nicholas DiLorenzo and myself, Daniel Grimmett. The music industry is our shared passion. If you ever want to see more of us in the office or at the studio, head over to musicprodaily.com where you can find links to our socials and stalk more of us doing what we do best. Thanks again for listening. See you tomorrow.